G'day and welcome back to So Regrind. This is episode eight. I am Joel. My manager name is Afrikiwi and I am joined by Jack. As always, his manager name is Jack Hammond444. Jack, how how's life treating you? Not too bad, mate. Not too bad. Uh, I think I'm slowly recovering from this concussion I got just over a month ago. So pretty stoked with that. Um, yeah, I, I have got a reward on the way coming very soon. So happy about that. Yeah, nice. not bad. How about you? Yeah. Yeah, not too bad. Particularly enjoying Soria, to be honest. And uh, it looks like it's been another okay game week um for me uh not sure if it is uh particularly better than your game week or better at all but uh anyway we'll we'll get into that um and the news jack underdog power hours sorry has uh, announced another one uh what's your take on these underdog power hours what what do you think about them well my take is i haven't even seen it so i think you're gonna need to explain to me joe Oh, that was a, that was a this is a clearly very well prepared segment for, for our viewers, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. They've just um, so we have announced a couple of times now. They had one just recently, an underdog power hour. I guess you know, as with the other power hours, um, it's just a whole lot of underdog uh, eligible players just uh, with auctions ending all in the space of an hour. Um, I was going to ask, yeah, what your uh, opinion is on on that in general, or, or power, what's your issue, what's your opinion on power hours in general? Um, to be honest, I don't think I've ever partaken in yeah. power hour, actually. Um, I do think I remember seeing like three auctions of a card happening at once during a power hour. I might be wrong in saying that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, if it gives me the opportunity to pick up some great deals, I mean, why not? Why not? Yeah. I mean, that's, that is the thing though. Um, past power hours I've seen, uh, I've found it pretty hard to find uh, actually any decent deals <laughs> in a power hour. It seems that kind of, like the auctions always get pretty bid up to uh, basically whatever the card's going for or, or thereabouts. Uh, and that's kind of, kind of it. Um, I don't know, maybe I'm just not looking at the right players. Uh, maybe the opportunities with those players that are, you know, not starters there in the background, but kind of, uh, yeah, kind of a bit of a underwhelmed by power hours in general. Um, they did pretty much host, well, it wasn't really a power hour, I guess, but a sort of, flood of uh, Corinthians players on the market with their announcement that they are renewing uh, for another season, which is good. Um, did you pick up any Corinthians players? Uh, no, but I have had in my eye quite a few of them because I have been looking at the Brazilian Serie A um, mm. and I have seen that they have quite a few under 23 options. I know they have Raul Gustavo, I believe his name is pronounced, he looks like a big, scary defender uh, who's supposedly only a year older than me, which I find hard to believe. Uh, and also, uh, Jao Victor plays for Corinthians, right, Joel? Yep. Uh, no. Or Vitor? No, Victor no, he's, no he, he... Do you mean... Do you mean the 20-year-old uh, defender? 
Or am I getting some? I'm getting yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 20 old. Yeah, no. I think you're getting vexed up. Maybe I am. Talk about him. Yeah, Jao Victor. So he is like a premium under 23 defender um, who's actually got a pretty low L5 right now, according to Zero Data. Um, but yeah, I was looking at Corinthians just for the fact that, like, um, at the moment, uh, their goalkeeper, Cassio, um, supposedly mm. dislocated his shoulder, but I don't actually know how um serious it is so we might play the next picture but what i was thinking was like there's an extremely premium under 23 stack this game week uh for corinthians if you can get the under 20 keeper who's sorry under 23 keeper who's the backup who's 20 mm. years old for Cassio, if he's out uh, i think it's a 50 50 likelihood uh yeah um which is why his price has gone up and then you have jao victor and raul gustavo which would be like a nuts under 23 defensive stack um yeah but I think the only other Corinthians play I've looked at is uh, Joe, <laughs> the forward for them, because uh, he has a high likelihood of starting, according to Surya Brazil. So I was looking at him uh, a little bit, but uh, I've got my forward laser stack, and I'm pretty satisfied with that for the moment. Nice. Well, I picked up uh, one Corinthians player. Do you want to have a guess who it was? Um, I think I can do a pretty good guess, actually. I think you picked up uh, Renato Augusto, am I right? Yeah, but you've got my transactions in front of you, don't you? Uh, I may. Nah, <laughs> I previously did have a geese through your transactions like the other day. Oh, uh, so I pick one up. I'm like, ooh, interesting. Yeah, he's been one on my, my radar and I'm a bit light on uh, Brazilian midfielders uh, in my squad. I've got a couple of good forward options, a couple of good defensive options, but a lack in the midfield. So um, he's one I had my eye on and... Uh, yeah, pretty happy with that, that pickup. I did get him during the yeah the new release and uh, felt that the price was was reasonable. Um, I have to say something. I have to say something. I'm looking at Renato Augusto's profile photo right now, Joel. Yes. And I'm sure you've seen like the sad face filter like, <laughs> on, everywhere, bro. I'm telling you, like so rare, have literally put the sad face filter on this guy's photo. Like it is an exact replica. Yeah, that's pretty. He looks call. so depressed. He, he does. So like. <laughs> So like sad, but also so hilarious. He, he looks like a man like, that's that's kind of, you know, ended his good money earning days in China because that's that's where he was playing before. I don't know if you know that. For uh, yeah, I, I knew he played somewhere foreign outside of Brazil. I recognize that name. I um, think he's he's sad about you know having lost that great paycheck. He looks more than sad, bro. It looks like he's witnessing somebody kill his parents. Like he looks so. I, I've never seen someone who looked he, more upset. It's so he does funny. look pretty depressed. Like he he. Uh, yeah, he did, his was not clear. Not having a good day on photo day. Yeah, oh, poor guy. Hope he's better poor now. Guy. Well, if uh, you know he goes and bangs in some goals and wins me some rewards, I'm sure he'll be happier. <laughs> so, also, also in the news, um, we were lamenting the uh, basic, uh, basically the complete slowness really of uh, Soria to release the calendar. Uh, for the next game weeks last uh, podcast and then they dutifully mm. released it um, not long after um, our complaints and um, yeah I mean it's an interesting one obviously because we're coming into a, a period where a lot of the European leagues have finished um, well at least all of them are covered by Syria uh, and you've got uh, some of the international games that are covered Jack, having a little look through the, the calendar, is there anything in particular that, that stands out to you or that you're interested in? Um, well, we were just discussing before the pod that I realized that the weekend uh, games for underdog uh, 
they removed the alpha team 45 limitation so it's going to just alpha team 50 average core required which is quite interesting um and i feel like that's going to increase the demand a lot for those people or players um that have a score just below that alpha team 50 limitation right so mm. i think there's going to be a lot of demand for those particular players in game week 274 which i have quite a bit of interest in i'm going to be keeping an eye out for um if say a player has a high l5 and is below that um you know limitation or threshold I'm going to be observing that and in terms of the price pool i'm pretty satisfied i haven't looked at it extremely thoroughly but for my like quick overview or observation looks pretty pretty decent something i'm willing and very prepared to compete in so yeah Mm. Yeah, it'd be interesting seeing the uh, the special three clee and what what goes on or what what sort of scores um, they they uh, you know are, are achievable in that league or required in order to win. It kind of feels to me, but like they're um, <clears throat> basically just sort of revamping the goalkeeper special that they just had and and making it even one less card required. Um, probably i'm assuming going to see a lot of teams of like a sort of double defender midfielder or defender double midfielder type combos given that's the typically the cheapest combo for a for a decent group of players um and then yeah with game week 275 uh the complete lack of fixtures really in that game week it's looking potentially uh like a quite a rewarding one for underdog and specialist um so it'd be very interesting to yeah to see how those game weeks go. Um, now for data time for this pod, Jack, I've been uh, you know we've we've obviously watched quite a bit of J League and K League so far this season, and um, it's been particularly interesting noting how many women draws there's been in both those leagues. I mean, looking at the J League, there's been 14 games played and you have three teams with eight draws and one with seven draws. Um, 12 of the 18 teams have drawn more games than they've won. Uh, you know, it, it kind of seems, it seems pretty unusual to me. Um, and a, a quick look through past years there's been uh, in 2021 only five of the 18 teams at the end of the season had drawn more than the one uh the, the year before 2020 there was only i think three uh, or four looking at 2019 again only uh three teams that drew more than they than they won um you know what do you think is going on there? Like, is it just because it's early in the season and teams are getting stuff figured out, or um, is this just some weird anomaly that teams are going? You know, we're just going to play for the draw. Could be. Uh, I think it's just a pretty competitive league, to be honest. Um, probably like our league, Joel and Cap too. Just a competitive <laughs> league, bro. Um, yeah, I, I guess maybe it's just it could be a coincidence. Um, yeah, it could be competitiveness. Um, just an even league. Um, not something I look too thoroughly into, um, to be honest. I haven't really thought about it. Um, but yeah, that's my um, thoughts on it, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I don't know about you, but like when watching a game in the um, 
you know, in the J League or the K League this year, it's kind of almost felt inevitable that you know there's going to be a draw. Um, I mean, Udrawa are uh, have, well have been one of the absolute specialists at getting a draw. Is it seven seven games in a row? I think with with draws. Um, it's at least five. Anyway, I'm looking at the J League table now and I can see like their last five indicates they've got like... Yeah, one, two, um, three, four. Oh, excluding the Champions League, the Asia Champions League. Yeah, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, seven, seven draws in the J League in a row. Um, does it give you much hope for Suretsu Osaka against Urawa tomorrow night? Um, as long as uh, Kiyotake thanks in the goal i don't really mind <laughs> if it's a draw or win but uh yeah it's kind of interesting i actually feel very sorry for um the Ural reds fans like they have thirty-seven thousand people in attendance they just must yeah. be so unsatisfied like oh, seven draws imagine supporting a team that has had seven consecutive draws you must be like oh like it would just be so infuriating so feel for those fans eh um yeah but i, I wouldn't mind kitak getting couple goals making the Budawa fans feel a little bit more sad that wouldn't be too bad for my personal uh, situation but um i mean yeah i mean to be fair to them they've um they've had some tough fixtures recently they've played uh three of the top four actually four of the top five in the last four game weeks um just have haven't played kawasaki so yeah they have been a tough run of fixtures i do do back them to, to get themselves out of it but yeah, it just feels like there are a lot of, even the K-League as well, um, six of the 12 teams have drawn more than the one. Um, what are you doing, guys? You know, time to time to get creative, time to, uh, you know, throw some caution to the wind, win some games, <laughs> go for the go for the jugular. Too many, uh, you know, too many teams in there just content sitting, uh, pl- playing for the draw, I guess. Anyway, game week 272. Jack, what was uh, you know how did how did game week two seven two go for you overall? Um, bit of a mixed bag. Okay, um, so specialist was absolutely heartbreaking. Let me just say that I got off to mm. a fly with Junior Santos. He got eighty one points as my first player. He was my Alpha Team forty player with limitation, and Tetsuda, who's the Shimizu S Pulse defender. He is also an alpha, he was an L1540 player and actually still is this game week for 273. Um, but anyway, Tetsuda uh, scored a 55, pretty solid. So, you know, above his average score in his last 15 anyway. It's pretty stoked with that. Kisi Young um, managed to end up getting a 66, which I was pretty happy with. So, off to a flyer with those three players. And I had Fukumori and Sugeno so, 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 to play. Um, mm. Hoping, you know, they'd do pretty well. They're playing Jubilo Water, um, which is a pretty good fixture on paper playing away from home but fortunately neither of them started and i think uh if they were both to start and if uh they were to get a clean sheet you know i'd be looking at a very good rare reward there but uh you know that's just the thing that's so rare like i've been playing it for three months now and you know like these dmps they can just happen um you know like i'm just so used to it i used to get pretty emotional with it and i'm not going to say i wasn't emotional this time but i was definitely like you know i'm just like same old same old as what it is it just happens in this game and you just have to kind of accept that um and move on really so that happened that that sucked but um it was all right uh and then an underdog um i had a bit of fortune but i was also probably a little bit unlucky um i had tiago santana score a goal he was my captain 
um, which is helpful. Um, I had Kaya Sento, who plays for Nagoya. He's a midfielder for them. Uh, he scored a 39, so not the best score, unfortunately. Uh, John Tewuk, though, came in clutch. Uh, I've rated this guy since day one on, on Sorry. I just like the look of him. I don't know what it was. Um, and yeah, I guess he's just repaid the faith um, a little bit today. I haven't held him the entire journey. Unfortunately, I've been too impatient with him. Uh, but yeah, it's, um, in this game week, he scored 100, which was his first score probably over 70 since I've been playing so rare. I'm sorry, quite, Jake. Quite hilarious. I got to correct you. It was a, it was a 99.9. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> just, um, I'm just looking at him and he's... Yeah. Just need one more pass. The accurate pass. <laughs> yeah well anyway he's got a 99.9 so we'll take them all day long um so i was absolutely buzzing with that and he put me in the running to win a um you know really good underdog reward and then i had um my Fortaleza defensive stack um playing against fluminense i think is that how you pronounce it joel fluminense yeah yeah they were playing um at home against them uh just coming back from their libertadores win against um allianz lima i believe it was pronounced uh and TT was my centre-back that started, but he got injured in the 16th minute. So he only scored a 31, unfortunately. Uh, and my goalkeeper just scored a 45 max. Uh, Walef, I believe it's pronounced. So mm-hmm. I got a tier one um, underdog role from that. Uh, pretty low tier, uh, tier one. Like, and it was, I finished 101st where the uh, cutoff for a tier two was like 115. So I'm getting a tier one, but only kind of just. Um, so yeah, pretty happy with that. Hopefully that's a good tier one. Fingers crossed. Yeah. I saw uh, actually Joel, um, I'm going on a little bit, but I saw that Pikachu was like somebody that I could possibly win, which I'd be absolutely buzzing, buzzing with because he's like hundred bucks right now. Um, so he'd be probably one I would love to win. Uh, I'd love to have two, two Pikachus. Yeah. Um, just can add another one to the gallery. Got to catch them all, you know? So yeah. would you put it in training? Uh, nah, he's got a, he's got a feature in a line, but somehow probably like an all-star, maybe a specials team somehow. I think you missed my part. Um, That's right, Jack. Oh, okay. I was a bit slow there. Maybe I haven't um, fully recovered from this concussion, bro. Maybe okay. I haven't. Oh, that's all right. <laughs> Just uh, yeah, um, make sure to use them in the gym. <laughs> oh, far up, man. Anyway, well, yeah, those are pretty much my lineups. I mean, also getting a tier three. Um, Saric probably let me down a little bit. Um, but yeah, if anyone wants to see my other lineups, just you can search me on Sober Data. But yeah, those are my highlights. How about you, Joel? Uh, yeah, mixed, mixed bag. Um, I got the lower threshold with my eighth threshold team. Um, yeah, mixed week. Lee Jin Yong has been a really good pickup for me. The uh, Daegu, young Daegu center mid, paid uh, 320 bips for him. His floor is about 490. Um, and mm. uh, that's, I think, in his older, older cards, his newer card, uh, Oh, actually, no, sorry. I'm getting mixed up. I do not have his new card of his old one. Uh, but he, he scored 59.9 um, in a very solid win over uh, the gang one for Daegu. They were probably the the best, surprisingly, the best team in Korea to watch over the weekend after many, many weeks of disappointment. Uh, Bullhouse uh, does a, you know let me down in that uh, game against... Jeju because he uh, came off the bench. I mean, at least he got a 34.5 off the bench. Not too bad, but in the end, uh, Leo Silva had a disappointing game um, for Nagoya against uh, Shimizu. Disappointing in the sense of um, getting one of his lowest scores thus far. Uh, at least Yu Kobayashi started for uh, 
Kawasaki against Sagantosu and got a reasonable round score for a forward, 10.9. Um, and then uh, my common goalkeeper, Andre Blake, did the business, got a clean sheet. And uh, so I got 232.48. So kind of not close enough to 250 to feel aggrieved about missing out. But um, but still, yeah, could could have been better. Could have really... Could have had better from Leo Silva, who was my captain pick. Um, so anyway, getting getting the 100 bips at least. Uh, Challenge Europe was mildly frustrating. Uh, had uh, a DMP in that lineup, which which tanked it, uh, despite a couple of reasonable scorers. Uh, Champion America was let down by Felipe for Fortaleza not playing. Obviously resting him for their crunch match in the uh, Libertadores. But all the rest of the players just had bang average weeks. Goalkeeper actually scored the highest. 40-year-old Jailson for uh, America uh, Mineiro or Minas Gerais, as it's also known. Um, but yeah, John Taylor, what a what a game week. Unfortunately, Junam Amano ruined that lineup by not playing at all, where he was the captain in Champion Asia and uh, just getting a bog standard 35 would have been enough. Uh, but had he had a decent game, got into a decisive, that would have been um, a tier two limited at least. So um, yeah, but but disappointing. My one other did one other reward uh, came from specialist. Uh, nothing particularly spectacular. Uh, really uh, proud of my um, L15 under 40 picks. Kim Jin Ya fullback for Seoul, despite their their. Uh, Absolutely um, soul-crushing loss. Had to do that one. That's figured. <laughs> At home to, uh, to Seongam, uh, where they just couldn't break down that 10-man wall. Um, but it scored 56.9. Jonka um, basically was robbed of a goal by one of his greedy teammates, um, but still got a decent round score. Uh, Chung Woon, though. Let the team down. I mean, don't know what it was, Jack, but I, I don't think I've ever heard you say those words, bro. I know. I, I never thought I'd say them. A thirty-four point mm. seven. That's just so decidedly average from Chung Yeah, it's just so uncharacteristic of him. And same with Leo Silva. Like, dude. Yeah. When do you ever see that? Like, two not stalwarts. only one of them kind of let you down, but two. Yeah. It's just something's something's wrong in this world, bro. If, if they're <laughs> if they're letting you down, that does not usually happen. So there's some pretty big regrets that I didn't stick uh jong taewok in this team instead of chung Woon, and i did at one stage consider it because i owe young hoon the daegu keeper was my keeper for this team so i could have stacked them and i should have in hindsight i just thought that chung Woon he tends to get a much better all-round score than than jong taewok but if i'd done that i'd be taking home a tier two rare uh and i'm not so anyway i'm getting a tier three piece of garbage from that lineup <laughs> because uh, I'm pretty towards the sort of tail end of the tier three range. So it's going to be some DNP character. Um, the surprise of the week though, was that all my under 23 players got game time. Hadn't expected that. Um, Kim Jung-ho coming off the bench for Gangwon with uh, the main keeper potentially getting injured. Not quite sure. It seemed a bit, bit unusual. But did you, did you see anything further on that one, Jack? Or 
I was actually going to ask you the same thing. No, yeah, I was I on Twitter a fair bit today. Nothing came across. But I, I will say, though, like, that uh, combination looks super good value. Like, Yu mm. Sung Han is like 70 bucks. Yeah. Uh, Kim Jung Ho is under 23 for the next, I think, just the next month and yeah. 12 days or so. Um, oh, no, not 12 days. Probably like seven days. <laughs> yeah. um, but still, like, that combo is like 100 bucks for those two. Um, they're the yeah, only two I keepers mean... because... The traditional backup is injured for six months, so it's great value. Yeah, I mean, the difficulty is, I think, he's pretty much only got one game, which is this weekend, as under-23 before. I could be wrong, but I... Th- uh... 18th of uh, June is the next fixture, I think. Oh, is it? Okay. Game week 280. Oh, okay, so yep. you'll get maybe two, two or three. Yeah. I've come prepared, bro. I've come prepared, like always. <laughs> and then underdog. <laughs> Was a, was a big let down. Uh, Yushan rotated in goal. What uh, a frustrating situation that is there. Like that Suwon goalkeeper position. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I own them all. So at least, you know, I'm not really losing out price wise, but it's just, just hard to, to put. There's one. goalkeeper roulette right there. That is just yeah. terrible. Like far out. Yeah. So um, anyway, um, that's, that's the game week. 272. Uh, Jack, do you have a, a hero of the game week for your game week? Oh, John Tate work, absolutely. Yeah. Absolute legend. Um, I think Tiago Santana clutched with the goal. That definitely helped a lot because he was my captain. Um, mm-hmm. He got one goal against the I actually haven't seen the goal. I need to watch the highlights. Um, but yeah, his price has gone up a lot in value. Same with Junior Santos. Buzzing with that. Um, he was a hero, but um, Fukumori and Sekino let me down big time. Really gutted about those two and Sarge and Lars Valbike also let me down big time. So they're so in, they the, let you down, they're in who, the dog box. Who, well, they're in the dog box, but who's your zero? Who's like your bottom of the dog box? Um, I reckon uh, I'm pretty annoyed at Sarge. Eh? Like he needed like a 50 to get me a tier two and he got me a 28, which is barely a tier three. So pretty annoyed at him. Eh? He's usually a real consistent core and he's like, Jack, mate. Like you had your luck last week. I'm not. I'm not doing it this week. I'm gonna have a stinker this week. So I'm pretty pissed at him. He's my stinker. Well, I have to agree on the Jong Tae Walk hero of the game week. That was a uh, superb outing. Unfortunately, my zero of the game week is in the same lineup, and that's Juno Amano for not playing. Although mm-hmm. to be fair, it's probably uh, the All Star manager can be the zero of the game week because he didn't start him. Yeah, that's just so annoying. Eh? That's so annoying. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I should have known better. He has routinely been playing uh, one and then sort of benched for one and then playing one and then benched for one um, fairly consistently. And he did, you know, had played two in a row, uh, all, you know, in Chiang against and then Jeju. And uh, they clearly, you know, rightly uh, assumed Gim Chiang wouldn't pose enough of a threat and uh, beat them kind of fairly comfortably without um, needing him. So... Junior anyway. Mano is great value, by the way, right now. Like, I'm very tempted to pick one up. Oh, yeah? Where's his yeah. price at? I think oh, um, he's 156 bips for one of yeah. his new cards. Like, it's so oh, cheap. Wow. Like, I've seen him probably well over 300 bips traditionally yeah. for a new card anyway. Like, yeah. He, in terms of the eye test, like, you can't really get one better than that for, like, 150 bips or lower. Good luck. Oh, yeah, that is a good... He's a quality player. Yeah, someone's... I think someone must have just listed that not long ago. There you go. I've also got um Kim Young Kwon, and I think he's one he's... of the best value defenders right now too. Like he is 
absolutely nailed his committee for Olsan right now because there's stretch in the position. And he's been scoring so consistently. And like Olsan looked pretty solid, especially the last two couple games anyway. He's been great. So I'm looking for someone to be a partner in crime with. Go on and maybe Junaman is the one. Well, with that, Jack, let's move before we go into the game week 273 preview. Let's uh, jump into some spicy deals, shall we? So for you, it's uh, potentially Junamana. Just, you know, yeah. right, up, right on the spot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and that, uh, <laughs> that was good timing, actually, then. Um, yeah, I guess so. And um, I really like that gang one um, goalkeeper combo. I think that's just such a low-risk play. Can't really see how they go down any further in value. Um, I mean, they do have um, Kim Young bin in front of them, so that doesn't really help, but... Um, I mean, other than that, that's superb value for a under 23 backup goalkeeper and a pretty nailed starter, like, um, or regular starter anyway. Mm-hmm. And Yusung, I think it's good. So those are probably my spicy deals. Yeah, I just noticed Kim Young Bin has actually, I missed it the previous game, but he had two green scores. I don't know what's going on there. Guys on a mini revival, those more back and back in form with a a negative all-round score and 32.5 in the last game week. but Yeah, you know something's winning this world when Kim Young-Bin gets a high score than chung Woon. That's just, like, ridiculous. Well, that's Wow, that's tr- true. No, no, he didn't for the last game week. Oh, I thought you said he got a green score. No, the, the game, week, got like game a... week before. Oh, the, okay. The two game weeks before, yeah. But, yeah, no, he's still not particularly great. So... Spicy deal for you, June Amano, uh, and you still rate Kim, Kim uh, was it Young Won? Um, just the Gang Won goalkeeper. Um, yeah, the Gang goalkeeper. Uh, combo. Uh, I also think a lot of the Catholic players are just really good value because they, they didn't play in um, 273, but I can imagine a lot of J League players are going to be going down in value um, after 273 because mm. they're all playing in 273. So I'm assuming now we're, we're recording this literally at the deadline. Um, they're probably just going to plumb in a value too. So there's a lot of goalkeepers there. I think are really good um, value. But I, I, I just highlighted that at game one um, combo because I think it's just super low risk and mm. um, pretty good value. Yeah, I do really like um look of Kim Young-Gwan as well. Ulsan, man. A lot of green scores in that history when he plays. Yeah, and just nailed, you know? Like, yeah. Because they're so short on the centre-back position right now. Um, well, but speaking There is the that... break, so things could change. Speaking of that, yes, I think supposedly um, either uh, was it Lim Lim Jong Un, um, yeah, and Kim Ki Hee, Kim Ki Hee, yeah, yeah, should be back um, shortly. Um, still very cheap for being pretty much well, whichever one is fit. I think is going to be the starter. I think Lim Jong Un is the is the priority, um, at least historically he has been. Uh, and Wondu Jay's kind of been a bit, bit in and out. Um, but from one uh, K-League uh, team, and defenders from one K-League team, actually, to another, my uh, my spicy deals uh, this game week, Jack, are uh, at FC Seoul. Um, Kang Sang-hee and Lee Sang-min. I don't know if you've uh, looked at uh, either of them. I do have to credit uh, Ross uh, or K-League English, as he's known on Twitter, uh, for this suggestion. So both these guys are under 23 until July 2022. 
they are the basically the two backups for uh, for Sol at the centre back position, and it sounds like Lee Hanbom is out for quite a while. Uh, is the news I've heard? Um, really? Yep. Apparently, that halftime sub was due to injury um, oh. at the centre back spot. So um, you can pick up uh, Lee Sangmin for twenty eight bips, and you can pick up. Kang Sanghee for 12. Um, not sure which of the two of them is going to get the start. They might end up rotating, um, but it's going to be for sure one of them. Um, that's ex- that's what is expected at least. Uh, and they've got uh, in the league a, probably a decent little run in my opinion. They've got Gim Chion at home in 274 who have been not particularly great recently. And then after the uh, international break they play Suwon Blue Wings who are not, not big goal scorers. Uh, all sign at home, which will be a tough fixture, and then Incheon at home, who I think I actually think are going to go on a bit of a dive in form. They've, um, I think they've been overperforming. So um, yeah, anyway, cheap options under twenty three at least for a, for a few game weeks, uh, and yeah, should be should be starters. Um, my other uh, spicy deal for the week is uh, Patrick from Gambo Saka. Um, the Brazilian, he's not been in great form, um, to be fair, and he's missed the last two games, which was down to COVID uh, recovery, as I understand. Um, but yeah, usually the, usually a starter, um, 77 bips was uh, what I last saw his limited card going for. His L40 is 51. Um, you know, fairly, fairly uh, decent forward when he's in form. And uh, I think that he will recover that form and for 77 bips, you know, if you get a, a forward that then goes on a, you know, a couple of games of scoring, um, you know, forwards tend to be the players that move around in price more, uh, at least certainly uh, to the upside when they score goals and they get in form compared with, you know, midfielders or defenders that uh, it tends to take, a, you know, a pretty decent string of big scores, I think, to see much in the way of price appreciation. So, that's uh, that's my shout. What do you think of what do you think of Patrick Jack? Uh, I, I think it's pretty hard to go wrong for somebody of his quality for that price. Um, to be honest, I think it's just a good little shout. Um, I mean, throughout my so rare journey, he hasn't really like um, shined, I suppose. Mm. So I haven't really seen too much of, of him. But um, I mean, like he is a fifty-one. Um, of 40, Sorry, yeah, L40 score, um, which is pretty unbelievable, to be honest, for a forward and somebody at that price. So he's definitely capable. Uh, yeah, I think it's I think it's all right. I think it's a good shout. So from spicy deals uh, to the rubbish bin, have you got a, a candidate for, uh, for the rubbish bin this week? Um, no, I do not. Um, you go, Joel. As always, you go well, first. I'll tell you who's, who deserves to be in the rubbish bin, and that is the Goj Tepe. I think that's how you pronounce it at least. That Turkish team, their defence is absolutely in the rubbish bin. I don't know, did you see um, the uh, the 7-0 loss that they had with Balotelli's ridiculous goal? <laughs> Mario Balotelli's? Yep. Oh, mate, you're missing out. <laughs> if anyone listening hasn't seen that goal, absolute stonker. Um, I saw it on 
on Reddit and uh, in the in the headline was um, something like uh, FIFA Street goal. Um, he basically receives the ball out wide, dribbles towards the goal, does I think about nine step overs. Um, uh, yeah. Maybe I've maybe, seen it. I've seen it. Maybe more. Takes the ball slightly wide and then Rabona's the finish across the keeper into the far post for his fifth goal of the game. <laughs> At least I think it was his fifth. It was he scored five. Um, just absolute pasting. Um, and uh, Goj Tepe a well and truly relegated uh, with an absolute humbling. Um, if you haven't had a look at their um, their player scores for their back line on uh, Surrey data, it's pretty amusing. Somehow, though, their left wing back scored a 52, while um, the next highest was a 28.2. And uh, poor old Mitt Mahoyevich scored a 9.8 <laughs> with an oh, error to go. Um, but yeah, Balotelli with five goals. I mean, <laughs> someone's somewhere... Um, you know, somewhere out there, Mancini's just, you know, just looking in disgrace at, um, you know, the the absolute um, mockery that Bellatelli's made of uh, of the game of football there. I don't know. Do you, uh, yeah. As a Man City fan, do you remember that, uh, that incident preseason yeah, game? Yeah, I do. <laughs> uh, I cringe every time, bro. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty cringe. Um, but it's pretty and hilarious when it uh, when it pays off and he scores one <laughs> certainly stole some headlines so uh, yeah go to TP. Uh, I feel sorry for you you know you got a bit of work cut out for your next season <laughs> absolutely in the rubbish bin alrighty um, the big one though game week 273 I say big one but actually it's not a particularly huge game week for us given uh, it's not a huge number of games but uh Jack, uh, what are you going to win this week? And, uh, you know, what lineup is really tickling your fancy? Uh, I'm pretty excited about specials, as always. It's been the um, regular theme for the past couple of gaming, specials being the one. Um, and you were asking me about some L1540 plays, Joel, and mm. I was giving you my recommendations because I feel like there's a lot mm-hmm. of them. But I feel like my specific ones that I'm wanting to use in this game week have just gone like berserk in value. So, for example, Junior Santos, who is like probably tripled in value since I bought him. Um, I have Lucas Lima, who's probably doubled in value since I bought him. He's a Florida laser midfielder um, that's been doing pretty well as of late. Um, yeah, he's gone up in value. I've got Tetsuda, Shimizu Ispol, center back. Uh, and I think there's a few more out there anyway. Um, but yeah, I think Junior Santos and Lucas Lima are, you know, really, really competitive uh, players for that you know, limitation of 1740. Uh, so I've got them in. I was considering selling them, taking the guaranteed profit, but I've, I've rocked with them. We're past the deadline now. Um, so I'm going with them and I've got uh, Marishiga, the old faithful Marishiga in my uh, specials team as my like premium player. And I partnered him with a goalkeeper, Joe. And you, do you know this, who this goalkeeper is? I don't know, maybe not there. But anyway, I've got <laughs> I've got Jacob Slowick, um, who is like the FC Tokyo goalkeeper. Um, and, and I've got Yosh- Yoshinori Suzuki, who's the Shimizu S-Pulse uh, main center back. I'd be very surprised if he gets rotated. Um, so yeah, I think all of those people are very likely to start from all the research that I've done. So I'm excited for that team. And I've got a underdog stack of Shimizu S-Pulse. 
uh, which I'm very excited about. They're playing FC Tokyo. So even if Morishiga can't get a big score or can't keep a clean sheet, I'm almost certain that one of these Shimizu boys is going to bang in a goal. So I've got Tiago Santana, uh, Yuito Suzuki, who are like the Fords for uh, Shimizu. Uh, and I've also got uh, Tetsuta, who's the other centre-back for Shimizu, who's been playing really consistently. Uh, I was going to put him in another lineup, but you know I wanted to have the Shimizu, uh, is Pulse, you know, underdog sack. And then I've got uh, the Japanese international, Gondo and Go. Um, and then I've got the almighty Ronaldo. I've got Ronaldo in there, <laughs> who's a bit of a Shimizu. Um, for some reason, I don't Real know why Ronaldo. he's been playing his... Yeah, I, I don't know if you've noticed this, Joel, but he hasn't been playing like uh, that many minutes for them. Like he, he's been starting consistently, but like he usually like, either comes off, comes off a hard time, um, but he still puts up like, big scores because i mean he's ronaldo so of course he's gonna put up big scores you know so um yeah I've, I've opted for that underdog team uh and i think that's gonna be really fun to watch i'm so excited for that game tomorrow shimizu versus uh fc tokyo so i'm excited about that and i've got a Fortaleza laser stack in america pretty competitive team um and i've got an under 23 lineup actually uh, i picked up a go hatano joe uh who's actually been a starting goalkeeper uh, once before, uh, I think before Slovak came to FC Tokyo, he was the starting mm. goalkeeper for them. Um, so I've got him, uh, just in case Slovak doesn't play. Um, and then I've got Good like, luck on that. Yeah, some... <laughs> Thanks, bro. Um, and I've got Shooter Machino, Hercules, the almighty Hercules for Fortaleza, <laughs> uh, Kaneko and um, uh, Mejima, who plays for Avispa. So I've got them. And then I've got like a kind of throwaway all-star team um, with our Tinga. Uh, Osaki, Lucas Fernandez, and uh, Kiyotake, who's going to score a hat trick against Odrala. I'm calling it now. Um, and I've got Marcelo Burke, who's um, the backup for uh, Wolof, who has a 30% likelihood of starting according to Sobre Brazil. So, yeah, he's, he's in my throwaway all star team. So, yeah, those are my lineups. Very nice. Very nice. Well, I uh, have some, definitely some common uh, elements in my teams. With uh, with yours, specialist uh, also picked up a Junior Santos. Just looked like one of the uh, best L fifteen forty players uh, that you could get, really. Um, and uh, also picked up Tatsuta per your suggestion. And it's a really interesting point to note. I don't know how many people that are listening actually are aware, but sorry, data. Um, that sort of slight inaccuracy hasn't really mattered before in terms of L15 and L5 and whatnot, except for now with underdog and specialists coming in, um, obviously makes a huge difference. And uh, so, yeah, Tatsuta, according to uh, Surrey data is like a 42 L15, but according to Surrey isn't a 40. So yeah, really uh, thank you for that suggestion, Jack. It's a nice addition for a player that has scored well regardless of whether they've won or lost by a landslide um and then uh and that team have also got Felipe Gutierrez who actually to be fair was probably more even more of a hero of the game week than Jong Taewook I just didn't include him in a lineup because I thought he was getting rotated and of course he scored a 100 um but they have a crunch game in uh the Libertadores um, which they must win in order to, I think, have a chance of Copa Sudamericana to finish third because I think they're currently bottom. Um, so he for sure plays um, and has been on really good form. 
Quinson Tay and goal for Kashima. Sagan Tosu's not been a big goal scoring side of late, apart from that. Was it they that they demolished Consadoli? I think 5 0 or something. It's about the only time they've really banged on the goals. Uh, and then Leo Ciara um, for Yokohama, who won as a reward a couple of game weeks ago, um, has been uh, sort of in and out of the side for Yokohama. But uh, thanks to old um, wannabe Cobra, uh, Anderson Lopez, uh, with his spitting antics, he um, is probably going to be out for multiple game weeks. So I think that gives um, some of the other forwards a bit more of a chance of starting so that's my specialist uh, underdog has a bit of a brazilian theme as well um with uh, my american Man- uh, monero stack a defensive stack my renato augusto and moises for fortaleza against colo colo which has got to be one of the best team names in south america uh and i'm uh, trusting my boy casper junker again away to sarizzo osaka I'm calling it now, Jack. He's going to bang in a hat trick against Saritsu Osaka. <laughs> uh, and then we'll, we'll take a 3 3. We'll take a 3 3. That'd <laughs> we'll be great. T- oh, no, I'm not going to take a 3 3. I just want Saritsu Osaka to lose badly. Because in my All Star, I've got uh, Iwanami and Nishikawa right. as my defensive stack. It's going to be 4 3 now since he said that, bro. Saritsu <laughs> Osaka late winner. Akuna's going to get the, the winning goal. Well, as long as Nishikawa saves a penalty, I'll be all right with that. And Iwanami can, can assist one of the goals again. All right, Kiyotaka can miss the penalty but score the rebound. I'll allow it. And then Nishikawa comes out the other end and bangs a header off the corner <laughs> that Iwanami takes. <laughs> oh, it's just it's hilarious the, the ridiculous scenarios you put together uh, in order to, to win, uh, to, to, end, to end an argument and still win rewards in Syria. <laughs> uh, yeah. But Lucas Fernandez in that team as well. Kasper Junker captain again I'm, I'm big time putting my faith in him double double cap uh, and I've got fully paid in as the extra for Fortaleza uh, I did try to put together a proper under 23 team but who knows uh, I don't think it's going to win a reward I actually picked up a second Tatsuta Jack uh, who's my under 23 captain uh, as well as having one in my uh, specialist so we're really, really backing him this week along with Casper Junker. Yeah. I have a, I have this like little inkling that Valdo is going to start for some reason. Like um, he, he was, I, I don't know why he hasn't been playing and Tatsuda came in. Um, again, it's just kind of the um, thing with the Asian leagues is that you don't have um, an abundance of information about players and stuff. Um, but yeah, Valdo was scoring pretty well before Tetsuda came in. I'm sure Valdo just had an injury of some sorts and he's probably working his way back. But I just have that fear that Tetsuda's going to um, not start for some reason. I mean, Matsuyama is mm. a very credible source um, who's posting his predictive lineups and so shops. He thinks Tetsuda's going to start, so I have faith in that. Um, and I haven't heard anything otherwise. So yeah, but like, I just feel like his price is just a little bit too, too good to be true. For an under 23, with, you know, that... Um, an L5 of like 59 and L15 of um, 39 and he's like under 10 bucks like hello like that's such good value so mm-hmm. um, I'm really hoping he starts I'm going to keep my fingers crossed really tightly for that one <laughs> yeah me too so uh, yeah, anyway not really not really expecting much out of that team uh, and then my all-star area I mean I do have four playing players but 
I didn't have a common goalkeeper that's playing. I've got about, I don't know, I think 10, 15 common goalkeepers. None are playing, so uh, we'll see how we go. But probably not expecting too much uh, out of that team. Uh, Jack, any transactions this week not related to the team that you wanted to highlight, just how, how great you are at, at Surrey? Um, they very much well could be. Um, well, I saw my Sagina, right? And um, because he didn't play, and um, I don't know how long he's going to be out because, uh, you know, as I said just before, like, you know, you never really know with these uh, Asian leagues and how injured a player can be and stuff. So I, I just wanted to flip him on just to be safe, just so he doesn't appreciate anymore. He's 38 years old, for crying out loud. Um, mm. Yeah, but anyway, um, and my uh, when, when trying to sell the Sagino, I got offered a, a trade, which I thought was a reasonable value. And it was like 23 bucks and uh, a Lee Xiangwu, the Suwon under 23 mm. forward slash midfielder. So I have him at the moment, which I'm actually trying to sell. Because <laughs> I'm not, I don't really have an under 23 team, but he's in my like gallery at the moment, um, who is actually, we have like a um, mutual friend, Lee Xiangwu and I, um, because on uh, his uh badge uh on this on his card on one of his is one of his old cards uh he's playing for like saint trudence is that is that how you pronounce it joel oh yeah yeah anyway so uh we we joel and i are both from new zealand and i am pretty familiar with a guy called liberato kakache uh not not like personally familiar but i've played against him actually like in person uh back in the day when i was like 16 years old so like last year I mean, um but anyway his dad, run, his dad runs a pretty nice uh cafe or restaurant oh la bella italia yeah yeah so Italian um liberato kikache actually mm-hmm. played for saint trudence probably with lee Xiangwu uh like a year ago or whatever so they probably know each other so essentially lee Xiangwu and i boys that's what i'm trying to say here so uh even though I'm trying to sell him, which is probably a bit disrespectful, but uh, yeah, I don't know. So I've got him right now. <laughs> um, oh yeah, I picked up the Almighty Hercules, but uh, he's in my under twenty-three lineup. I've already mentioned him. Uh, no, Joel, to answer your question, sorry for waffling around for so long. I haven't picked up anyone. <laughs> All that to say, you just picked up Lee Sung Woo for plus, plus some. Cash <laughs> I didn't even pick up; it was just offered to me. It was offered, yeah. Uh, well, for me, I. Yeah, most, most of mine has been sort of game week related, although I did. Uh, what did I do? I, I have picked up one or two more Brazil players um, that I haven't actually used in a lineup this week because I think that they are going to appreciate in price quite a bit um, when it's really highlighted. Um, you know, that that's basically the only league um, that's got, got games on. Um I did take uh, an interesting trade during the week, actually. Um, someone offered me Andrew Gutman. Uh, what a name. Um, plays in the MLS for, uh, plus some some uh, cash for Mame Tiam, my uh, forward who didn't play for Kaiserispor and is now on break. Um, probably not the greatest value, but it was reasonable. And uh, so I was willing to to uh, to give it a shot so it was a it was like a yeah acceptable offer um i can't remember if i mentioned it on the last pod might have been actually i think it would have been after yeah it was after um after the previous pod sold kingsley coman and anthony my two um big rewards um jack's been you've been harping harping on at me to 
to sell them. Uh, Anthony. Yeah, uh, and now I'm praising you. <laughs> so it's, it's given me a bit of a uh, bit of a nice uh, bank balance, treasure trove of about 4,000 bips. Uh, well, a bit more than that, but I've spent a little bit of it. Um, actually, tell a lie. I've uh, effectively spent none of it. Um, because I yeah, got just just under 4,000 bips for the two of them. Um, yeah, so kind of sad to see them going away, but it frees up some funds to do some other stuff. I uh, I did also pick up a couple more Kim Gun He's, so on Blue Wings forward. I think um, he's, he should be back shortly. He is the starter, uh, or one of the main starters. They look much improved under the new manager, play a bit better football. It's less kind of long ball. Um, and uh, yeah, they've, they've had looks like a bit of a form improvement in the likes of Sarich and the likes of Jian Jinwoo, the young guy who um, plays, I think, on the left wing, scored in two consecutive games. So I think, um, yeah, he comes back in and I think his price appreciates 50 bips is pretty cheap for a starting forward, especially if he goes on a bit of a goal-scoring run. Uh, and the other thing I've done, Jack, is I sold one of my Chung Woons because he is banned for the next game week. Um, because of yellow card mm. accumulation. Uh, yeah. So yeah, his, his flaws dropped a little bit since I sold him. Um, actually, now probably over the over the break is a really will be a really good time to pick up one on auction. I'd say, but I kept one because uh, you know I've kind of just feel this attachment to Changwen. He's been my boy. Um, so I kept my original one, sold the, the new one, made a made a decent profit, bought them for 83 bips, sold them for 135. Um, not too bad, but I'll probably end up buying them back again. Uh, but yeah, it just does mean that he's got no games until game week 280, and I think a lot of people don't realise that. Um, actually, on that subject, and this is definitely going way off track from transactions, that was pretty much the last thing I'd talk about on that subject anyway. But... Um, in the K-League, after you get your five yellow cards and miss a game, every two yellow cards after that is a one-game suspension. No way. Is yeah. it really? Yeah. Well, that's what Ross was saying. You should listen to his Twitter spaces. That's a plug. If you're, if you're listening to this, have a listen to K-League. Uh, K-League English's no Twitter spaces. They're really good. So, okay. Yeah. So, Kim OQ, right? Kim OQ, yep. he got a yellow, like, card suspension yep. and then he just came back and he got a yellow card yep. so if he gets another yellow card he's suspended for another game yeah bro he is gonna play like there are 38 games in the season he's gonna miss like eight of those games i'm telling you right now he gets a yellow card every game well at least you're gonna know when he's not gonna play it might just be his rotation Dude. it might just be his how, how he gets rested <laughs> you know you're like oh here we go kimo q is gonna have a break week this week because he's got too many yellow cards <laughs> Dude, that is nuts. That is that's nuts. Crazy. His price is, is really... T- actually, there you go. There's a bummin, um bargain bin one for you, Kimo Q. No, he's six, not going to play, bro. He is not going to play. He's going to play like he's two out of three game. games. He's going to play a 66% of the right, games. Though. He's going to get... If you know oh. what those games are, then, you know, then then you, you're just removing that DNP risk because you're like, oh, that's he's not going to play the next one. Yes, that's going to be the DNP. I reckon it's better oh to God, have. Bro, that's so hilarious. Yeah. So. Dude, I can't very interesting. That. Yeah. So anyway, actually, he had a DMP. Maybe he had COVID, but I wonder if this was a yellow card suspension. 
Um, because I'm looking through his like uh SO5. He's like played like every single game except two. Um why did he um he, he got a yellow card before his DMP? I'm just wondering before the if break. he is already that's maybe already his second card accumulation. No, like, I don't I don't think it is. I'm pretty sure it's not. I'm just looking through because he got two there. Three, four. Whoa, oh my goodness. No, it wasn't because he got three oh. yellow he got three yellow cards in a row. He's already had six yellow cards yep. at least. He's had this season. Yeah, that, that game seven? We, I think was was COVID. He's had seven yellow cards already, bro, this season. Are like, you sure? I've just gone through. I think six. So he's had one in two two four eight is his first one. He had one in two five two. No, he didn't. That's he didn't two. have one in two four eight. Oh he did oh, sorry, yeah, there was a double game week. Two five four, two five two, um, and I've I've got my math right on here. I'm telling you, that's five, six, seven. I think he might have even had eight. I think he said eight yellow cards a season. Maybe even nine. Wait, am I am I tripping? Wait, <laughs> he's had a lot of yellow cards, bro. Kaylee, yellow cards. Table. I think that's a second yellow card suspension, bro. He's already had two. <laughs> with 13 games into the season. Surely not. He said one. I think he said nine. Let's see. Four. Juju. He said at least eight. He said at least eight this season already. And they played 13 games or 14 games. Well, he hasn't played 14 games anyway. He's missed two. So if you're listening to this and you do sports betting, camo Q, yellow card, great bet. <laughs> <laughs> here's, a, here's a tip oh. of the week. Oh, have, have a look. A look into that. Oh, here we go. He's had, he's had nine yellow cards. I told yeah. you, bro. I th- so so, nine he, yellow so cards. he must be suspended. No, that doesn't make sense. No, because he, he just came back from one game. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Ross has got it. Ross must have it wrong. Somehow rather. Yeah, I'm not sure what the story is there. Hmm. Oh, anyway, maybe he does. Got to look into that one further. Anyway, wow, can I cue? Crazy. Yellow card, very reliable. <laughs> <laughs> it's, there's your summary. Um, before we finish up, I... Uh, I wanted to introduce uh, a, a new segment again this week, uh, Jack, which I call Manager Spotlight. And uh, do you know who was in the Manager Spotlight this week? Mm, no. As if you're going to guess. Um, now, the reasons came about, this is interesting because this is actually related to what I don't know whether you realize, but. Um, Oh, Matthias Dinelli of um, Corinthians, backup keeper. Mm. I was having a look at the sales data and um, what he'd sell, sold for, and um, you know, just having a look at you know what people um, paid for him. And um, this this was basically in the weekend, and saw this really uh, kind of interesting um, repetition of him being bought for about four hundred bips. By one manager, uh, Soria Girl is the manager name. I'm assuming it is a girl, but you can, uh, can't know for sure, I guess. 
they've got 150 goalkeepers in their, in their club. 25 defenders, 29 midfielders, 65 forwards. And they, they just flip and buy up like lots of one. I mean, they've got like 13 Mateus Dinelli's. Man, them, they are raking it in probably. Three rears. Three rears. They've got... Actually, holy cow. They've got like... No, they've got more. They must have about 20. It's looking through right now. There's about 20 Mateus Dinelli's. Uh, a lot of Ivan Budachev's, which I thought was interesting because that was a goalkeeper I picked up ages ago. Um, uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of like under twenty three keepers are obviously playing that that under twenty three keeper strategy. Buy them, you know, young, and just sit on them and wait. Um, really interesting. I, I mean, I don't know whether they sold many uh, Mateus Danelis over the, the weekend because I mean his price jumped after. Cassio was a, an initially announced as injured to like 900 bips his floor. Um, I would have just been offloading them left, right, center at that point, but it doesn't look like they did. I think they just continued to buy more. Um, but yeah, really um, interesting strategy. I mean, one that we've kind of talked about previously would be very interested to see. Um, I mean, I, I just, just having a look through the, the stats and it doesn't look like they've actually made any sales of players but it'd be very interesting to see what their sort of profit has been like um there you go if you've got deep pockets and you want to make money off Soraya and have almost zero interest in actually playing so5 consider just acquiring young goalkeepers on mass and then uh, reselling them when uh, when the price goes up and anyway, i guess that's essentially what i did to kind of initially get my balance um, yeah, and selling off that, that young rear keeper, uh, Nuruddin, um, having come from being DNP. But what do you think of that strategy, Jack? Are you going to go out there and um, buy up a lot of DNP keepers, young young goalkeepers? Uh, if I had 16 ETH, maybe, but uh, I don't have 16 <laughs> ETH, really. So I'm going to just continue to play SO5 and have a good time, really. Um, Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, I think I might I might pick up one or two under 23 keepers any that are cheap that are possibly in the pecking order um but uh yeah i mean it's just all time right time time required to to do that research jack uh we've yacked on long enough about surrey i'm kind of sick of it um have you got anything else to add or uh before i basically uh tell off those people that we gave prizes away to they haven't contacted us <laughs> um I'm, I'm giving myself a little pat on the back here joe i'm, I'm pretty close hitting one eighth roster valuation eh, which is a pretty big milestone so um nice yeah i think i've only put like 500 oh not 500 5 000 bips in or 0.5 ETH. um so yeah pretty pretty happy with that not bad but, um nah nothing nothing that valuable to say um off the top of my head unfortunately um yeah, you can have your little rant now, Jill. All right, I'll have my little rant. Well, you guys, we put a lot of heart and soul into this giveaway and you've just made a mockery of it. So, uh, you know, you better just flip and get in touch because uh, as we've tweeted on on Twitter, where else would we tweet? Um, you've got until 10 a.m. UTC this Friday the 27th to get your little message in. You know who you are. I'm not going to repeat your names. You can go back and listen to the previous podcast. And uh, if you don't, well, we're going to give it away to someone else. 
had a couple of people actually that have been a bit bummed that they uh, missed out. And, uh, you know, maybe one of them might end up winning those cards. Um, so, uh, you know, all you guys that have so rare in your name, live up to your, live up to your name. That's all I got to say about that. And uh, that's, uh, that's pretty much it. So uh, yeah. that's us for another episode of Sorry Grind. Uh, again, feel free to email us at sorrygrind at gmail.com or to tweet us at sorrygrind. Uh, I said it last time, but I'll say it again. The uh, most interesting email we get, I'll give away a card to, or maybe Jack will if he hits that one ETH threshold of it. Maybe he won't because then uh, take him below the one ETH valuation, but We'll see. Depends. Depends what you win when uh, you open your rewards in a couple of hours, Jack. Perhaps. Mm. Hopefully, a Pikachu. Let's go, Pikachu. Got to catch them all. All right, that's us. Latest. Mm.